Hi everyone, I'm Katie McGannon and welcome to, drumroll please, thanks universe, I'll take it from here, a podcast where the host doesn't really know what she's doing, <laughs> that's me, but she trusts that it will work out through uh, hard work and good intentions. No, seriously, I'm here to share my perspective and mindset about shit we go through every day. I'm a soul cycle instructor with a theater background, so high spotlight. And I'm incredibly passionate about making people and encouraging people to feel like they belong, like they matter, and that they are worthy of so much good shit in this world. I'm just hoping to be a positive beacon of light for you, so let's dive into the good stuff and see how amazing we can feel on the other side. This is day two of trying to record this episode of this podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, Why is this the second day of me trying to record this episode? Because I can't fucking get out of my head. Yay! So yesterday I had a lot of things written down because... As we keep going with this, I'm sure I'll be able to, you know, talk on the fly and just do the things like that. But for now, I like to write ideas down and kind of give myself bullet points so I don't get lost. And then when I look at the computer to see how long I've been recording, I don't get in my head. But that wasn't working. Like, really wasn't working. Like, tried recording this then listened to what I said like 11 times and kept erasing it. And I was like, you know what? fuck. I was giving myself this deadline that no one else is aware of. So why am I being so not even mean to myself, but being just so like, get it, get it done, get it done, do it, do it, do it to myself. So I kept what I had recorded. I walked away. I did stuff last night. And even today I woke up like in my head thinking about where's work going to go? Where is my creativity gonna go if things come down to the wire where I have to start charging for things like where is this gonna go and I just I I felt so much like I guess anxiety but just this feeling of like holy shit you're not figuring it out and you should be figuring it out and so I grabbed my phone and my keys and I went for like a three mile walk just around the lake I Saw a lot of geese and ducks and I love, I love ducks and got to see dogs and stayed very far away from everybody. Don't worry. Like everyone's doing a really good job of that here. And, uh, I just, I just felt how I needed to feel. You know, I read this thing this morning. I think it was on Mel G's Insta, but it was like, you have to learn how to become the ocean. Otherwise you're going to feel like you're drowning every day. And some days we'll feel really joyful, really awesome, and some days we just won't. And if we fight the not feeling great days, then we're just going to get so much pressure to like keep our head afloat. And that's just not really possible at this time. We have to learn how to ride the waves, ride the ups and downs, and truly be okay with that and be okay with expressing that. Like I was texting my friend Meg. Hi, Meggie. I love you. And she was uh, sending me stuff that she's doing right now that she's excited about. And I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. Like this is everything that I wanted to hear from someone right now because I'm feeling like, you know, sort of funky and just weird and like, I'll be fine, but it's just, you know, 
it's being real with people, even if you don't think that they want to hear it. They do. They want they want you to be honest because you would want someone to be honest with you. So here I am. I had a yummy lunch of lots of veggies and stuff that I think will really help my brain kind of get a little more sense of calm. My God, that's like my new word, calm. <laughs> and uh, I'm at my computer. I completely erased everything I recorded yesterday. Don't worry, it wasn't like a bajillion things, but I wanted to start fresh. I didn't want to have any of the lingering thoughts or expectations from yesterday, and I just want to, I want a clean slate. So the other thing I've been thinking about as I'm feeling these ups and downs, like I know all of us are, it also occurred to me, like I was feeling guilty that I was feeling kind of shitty over stupid little things like my Instagram lives stopping when I'm trying to present this beautiful class for people or how when I started running and then, oh my God, I loved it. Uh, the second time I went for a run, my foot started to really hurt and I haven't ran since because my foot hurts. And then I was like, whoa, um, you are still so lucky to have 10 million more things than others might right have have right now. Like I have my health. I have an awesome apartment. I have food. I have toilet paper. I have cats. I have a husband that makes me laugh and makes me feel good. So there's that too, where we're thinking that the things that we think are stupid, we're starting to feel guilty because we think that they aren't valid enough to feel shitty about because other people are feeling worse than we are and are in worse circumstances. And there has to be a difference where we are allowed to feel not sad, but annoyed, frustrated about the things we're going through. And that can be completely separate to what someone else is going through because you can still have compassion and sympathy for others. But what we just kind of need to do is realize that we can deal with what we need to deal with personally and have it be not projected onto others who are going through worse. It's like the idea of comparing grief. And what I mean by that, let's let's give an example. So say someone in your family was diagnosed with cancer and as awful and as gut-wrenching and as horrible as that is, uh, maybe that family member is going to be okay. Like they get the diagnosis, they get a treatment plan, they're going to come out the other side just fine. And you are still allowed to feel scared and worried and all of that and sad. And maybe you have a friend who's has a family member that is also diagnosed with cancer, but their cancer is much, much worse. And they don't have an amazing prognosis or diagnosis, whatever the medical term is. And you start to hide how you're feeling because you don't think that you are allowed to feel like this because someone else has it, quote-unquote, much worse. But pushing it away, especially in private, isn't going to get you anywhere. You are allowed to feel any type of feeling you want to. You're allowed to feel scared. You're allowed to feel worried. You're allowed to feel like, oh, maybe things will change. Maybe it won't get better, you know? So have respect for others and what they're going through, but also have respect for how you're feeling in whatever situation you're going through. So I think now is a really good time for us to have respect and compassion for each other, but also respect and compassion for ourselves. So I wanted to plug this in because the last bonus episode was 
really well received. Thank you so much to everybody that sent in your embarrassing stories. They were amazing. They made me cringe a little bit, but that's the best part of an embarrassing story. But I actually had two more submissions that came in a little late. No big deal, but I wanted to add them in because they were funny. This first one's really short. Here we go. Um, I shit the bed because I had a stomach flu and tried to cover it with a towel and my girlfriend saw it for real. Like she came to check on me and I got up and the towel moved slightly. So yeah, she saw it. Damn. Damn. And I, I just hope that you'd been with your girl for a hot second because otherwise it's like, damn, I'm dating someone that shits the bed, you know, but I'm sure that they, I'm sure that they understood they probably were slightly mortified but that's okay because shitting the bed I can't even imagine that's one of the things I haven't done in my life thank goodness so shout out to you hope you got some new sheets hope you had a protective cover on the bed so that uh, it didn't seep too too far down wow that's too far here we go so uh this this is from the other person they actually have a couple stories which is wonderfully amazing. They call the first one the Epic Spill Week. They were saying that the the Mayor Iced Coffee story from the last episode was basically me at the mall Starbucks two months ago. I backed into the garbage can and it abruptly knocked my 20-pound bag off my shoulder onto my forearm. The weight of the bag caused me to throw my iced coffee into the air and it landed on the condiments table, dousing me all the condiments and utensils. And me. Um, I'm literally picturing it in slow motion like, no! like the bounty commercials uh the starbucks went silent of course it did and the staff was super sweet about it but i know they must cringe every time i return i now carry my three bags on one side cool the spills for the day weren't over oh god i went to sephora that afternoon to find a new foundation I picked up a foundation and I'm reading the back of the bottle when all of a sudden the entire row of foundation from the same display falls to the ground. It must have already been loose, but of course no one knows that and the staff is looking at me like, how did you even manage to do this? To make matters worse, it's the long wearing foundation and that stuff is nearly impossible to get off of clothing, so my outfit was ruined. Oh damn, and I know this person, they have fierce outfits. Then a few days later, I drop and break a glass bottle of foundation in the soul cycle bathroom on one of the busiest days luckily the manager came to the rescue and frantically tried to protect people's feet while cleaning it up oh god yeah okay well you know shit happens unfortunately people at jobs can either handle those things very nicely or very uh oh my god why why is this customer making my day horrible but it was like an accident so i'm glad that starbucks was cool with it and if sephora were poop heads about it well that sucks but looks like it turned out and then this next one's called knee scooters and plan b Ooh, what a nice combo i added that in uh this took place a couple years ago. I just had had foot surgery and was still non-weight bearing, so I was using a knee scooter. Now fam, if you've never heard of a knee scooter, basically it's kind of like a walker with a little cushion where you place your knee like you've got your leg bent and you press your knee down so that you can use the other foot to scoot around. 
I was in another city hanging with two of my friends who lived there. We went out and one brought her boyfriend and his brother. It was a crazy night and the next morning my one friend was distraught. I legit would love to see you drunk on a knee scooter. Anyway, things got a bit too friendly with the brother and she wasn't on the pill. Dun dun dun! I told her that's exactly why they created Plan B and we should go to CVS and get it. Holla! Well, we notoriously run into my to people my friends know every time we're in the CVS. Yes, there is there is a supermarket in Brian's hometown where every time we go, we absolutely run into someone that he knows. So, understood. My friend starts crying and says she can't do it for this reason. She's too embarrassed. Oh, I'm sorry. I decide to take one for the team and do it for him. You get it, girl. She hangs by the entrance and I scoot over to the pharmacist. I just imagine it being like... Wee of course the cvs is packed yes 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 this story would not be as good if it wasn't packed um i get up to the counter with a bunch of people waiting behind me and quietly ask for plan b yeah you gotta be like hey um could i could i have um not plan a but the the letter in the alphabet that comes after it yeah thank you of course she doesn't hear me i say it again and she repeats it in a booming voice and says it's actually locked up by the condoms of course it is she then proceeds to get on the pa system and request that someone bring keys to unlock a box of plan b thank you so much for sharing it with the entire store in the entire county and state yay <laughs> one person in line smiles at me and goes Injury not slowing this one down. Damn. You know, that's that's not what you needed to hear at that moment. But reading it now, that that's so funny and clever. Anyway, I follow the clerk to the condom aisle. Yay. The clerk then sits, insists on giving the box to the person at the front register. But there are a bunch of people ahead. By the time I get up to the front clerk, to the front, the clerk has forgotten where the box is and shouts to the other clerk, Do you have a box of Plan B over there? I'm adding that accent. There are literally 10 people behind me. He gets the box and goes to ring me up and apparently he doesn't know the price. He then gets on the PA system and asks for the price check on plan B. Then the machine struggles to read my card. I have never scooted so fast out of a store. Wow. God bless. First of all, you're an awesome friend for doing that because no one should be embarrassed if they need to go get plan B, whether you know a bunch of people in a store or not. But I understand if you are, you know, that's the thing. There's such a stigma for stuff like this, but it's like, we should drop that and just like all be supportive of like doing what we want as women with our bodies. Thank you. But props to you for doing it, (laughs) even with the scooter, scooting around, doing the damn thing. And um, I know good karma has, karma, karma, karma has come your way because of it. So awesome job. So. Speaking of good karma, I need to shout out my Soul Cycle community, especially Soul Cycle Chicago, because you as riders and us as instructors, we're, we're all people. And the way we've stayed connected on Instagram and all of that has been so, so wonderful. I think sometimes people would assume that the riders need the most from instructors. And it's really quite not the opposite because it's mutual. You know, we need so much from you. You need so much from us. And we truly have been staying connected, even though we don't get to see each other face to face, you know, a couple times a week or once a week or whatever. So thank you for keeping our spirits high, too. 
you know, we're doing our best to keep yours up and you are doing it right back. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to the entire soul cycle community because the inspiration you are giving me and so many other people with the content you're creating and the things that you're sharing and the ways that you're trying to keep everyone engaged is so, so awesome. And truly, inspired by any fitness studio or fitness professional across the board because everyone is doing something whether it's you know just checking in on their insta stories and making funny videos or tiktoks or going live and doing workouts like there's something that everyone's doing to keep bringing awesome things into this world and i think it's amazing but i wanted to touch on the idea of thinking that maybe you're not doing enough or you aren't doing something that's groundbreaking or whatever and maybe you're starting to get into those mindsets of like whoa um you know what I would put out there wouldn't be received or what I'm wanting to do isn't cool enough and so this is you know mainly for my fellow instructors or content creators or those that don't really have the option to quote unquote work from home or WFH as I've recently learned um that you you really don't have to do the most. You you just have to keep doing you. You don't you don't have to feel like you have to be doing all of the things. Like if you want to take this time to truly relax and sort of settle into something calm, that's that's absolutely okay. Everything I've done, one hundred percent, honestly, uh, that I've posted, that every playlist I've made, all of that, I've really wanted to do. I need to stress that because I think sometimes. When people see things that we're doing, they maybe think, oh my God, like someone told them to do it or someone's begging them to do it. It's like, no, we're, we want to do this stuff. Um, but I have to be honest and say that um, I've also felt a bit of FOMO, you know, that fear of missing out when I didn't do a certain workout with friends or I felt a really insane tug to post more things that would make a difference because I felt like people were doing quote unquote better than me during this time or I felt like I needed to just be doing more and more and more and I had to legit like slap myself across the face and be like Katie chill the fuck out like no one is sitting there going wow man I like Katie a lot less because she isn't going live every day or you know I'm not going to be taking her class after this is all over because she's not posting a bunch of workouts or all this and it's just it sucks that we create this narrative still even when we're in these hard times and all the content we're just putting out is just because like that's what makes us feel good and that's what makes us feel connected with our community so my fam my peeps you don't have to do the most do it your way please 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 unless you are still doing a job that someone else is saying like hey this is this is what you need to be working on today like do you if simply making videos with your pets is all you think you can give amazing you know or if you are doing a workout a day and you've got this thing down like keep doing it that's amazing as well so we don't have to compare we don't have to do the most we can just keep being us and I want to leave you with a little thing that I jotted down that I talked about during our little calm class yesterday um on insta live that I'll be recording and (laughs) putting on the gram because it didn't record and uh, technical issues are so much fun. But here it goes. We're still here. We're still distant. We're still figuring it out. We're still a bit scared. 
We're maybe still angry. But through it all, we still have each other. We still have music. We still have dreams. We still have goals. We can still keep going. So, keep loving. Keep breathing. Keep trusting. And know that even in the darkest of times, we can always choose to turn on and head towards the light. Love you all. I'll see you soon. Thanks, Universe. I'll Take It From Here is hosted by me, Katie McGannon. Follow me on Instagram at Katie2 underscore soul. Yes, Katie soul with one underscore was already taken. Damn it. The reason I know how to do all of this now is because of the phenomenal Callan Carlson. I shall call him my producer, creative director, and manager. Cover art by the crazy talented Kate Compel. And I leave you with my cat, babyface, purring into the microphone. Bye.